Hello, friends. Wow. There's a text here. Uh, just letting you know, this is part two of the Campaign 1 finale. Enjoy. Alright, so you are all uh, doing your things. We've got uh, two people moving forward, and Fritz thinks he vanished. Is you'll be moving he's... forward? Uh, what is you doing? Yeah, I, I would like to get a clarification. How far in front of us is he? Like, I imagine because we're having a conversation that we're, like, no more than 15 feet away from him. But I About 15 feet, yeah. Okay. Cool. I've decided I'm going I'm to stand right where I am. I'm a smirk. I, I think I got the cleverest plan in my head as you'll be. And... Oh, no. I... I believe is called fairy fire. I'd like to cast that. Uh, do that. Do your thing. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna cast this giant cube, twenty foot cube. I'd like to position it so I don't catch Callie. That's gonna be standing right next to him. Appreciate it. Um. And outline him in. It says blue, green, or violet light, but because it's Yobi, I'd like to think it's like a happy sparkle rainbow of gold. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like that iridescent gold, yellowy color. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I want to yeah. picture. Um, That's a saving throw, right? Yes, he'll have to make a deck save of seventeen. Yeah, he passed. That's what I thought. But she thought she was clever. <laughs> it kind of like just dissipates before it even gets close to him. She tried. That was good effort. She grids. I would like to walk up until I'm like right next to him. Um, almost as if, like, walking up to, like, you know, greet him as a friend or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. You take two steps forward. (laughs) I mean, yeah, basically. Um. (laughs) And then eat a chocolate. And hopefully become a dragon if it works. So. Did you eat this chocolate? Now, you feel a bit of pain. It hurts. This is, it's kind of like forcing you to transform. So this hurts a little bit. Uh, But you begin to take the shape of an adult purple dragon. It's about 1,500 years or so old. Uh, Please describe what that looks like. Oh boy, I've never been asked to describe her dragon before. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, Callie's dragon is um okay so it's let's see adult dragon about 10 or 15 feet long yeah ooh even bigger in this world awesome so she's a good 25 feet long she's got like more of a slender body type not quite noodle dragon but like you know built for speed look Right? 
Um, she still has those curly horns that she has when she's in her tiefling form. They're a little bit bigger, but they're basically the same size. Um, and her wings, instead of being the like stretched skin between fingers thing that bats have and a lot of dragons have, um, they have these weird like pointed layering of what appear to be scales um, that kind of almost look like feathers at a glance. Um, and yeah, I don't think there's too much else to explain about that. Um, at the tip of her tail, she does have a few more of those more pointed scales. Um, but yeah, that's her. She's very glittery and sparkly and purple. And it's, you know, in her humble opinion, beautiful. But, you know, it's fine. He looks up as you transform. That's that's a good one. Out, out, of, out of habit, I do want to say that you'll be immediately went for her <laughs> axe. Uh, but then she, like, cools down after that second, but just... It happened, just so you know. Okay, now that I'm within melee range of this guy and also a huge dragon, do I have an action left to do an action or do I have to now wait? No, you have an action to do something. Cool. I'm gonna say the chocolate was a free action. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not well, I didn't know if growing took time, right? <laughs> um, cool. So I can make three attempts at attacks. Um, and I can also use my aura. So, he needs a con save of 18. He's fine. I assumed. It does say if he passed, he still takes half damage. I don't know if that applies to gods. But it's also necrotic damage, so I don't know if he's immune. I will tell you right now, he takes no damage. Cool. I'm going to then try to bite him and slash at him with my claws. Pretty please. I will. Nice. The first one is a nat 20 for 31. The next one is... Hold on, I have to math because I don't have these in D&D Beyond. Um, 29. And then the last one is... 24. Um, and that's a bite and then two claws. Well, I'll tell you this. The 29 and 24 do not hit. Uh, the 31 would have hit if he did not use his reaction to Misty Step backwards. He avoided it all together. She's going to chomp her jaws in the misty air where he once stood and just... There's a, there's a sparkle to her eye with the challenge. She's very happy to be in this form again. It's fine. 
Ooh, that was that was a close one. You almost got me there. I think that makes it a uh, six turn. Fritz, whoever you are right now. Fritz. Fritz is thinking he is stealthy. I don't know. Thirty's pretty good. So, um, but he has been told. To use his out-of-the-box thinking. So. He is going to go in. For. Um, I guess. a uh, I guess the most basic there would be. A handshake. A handshake. He's told to think out of the box. Hmm. Okay, so <laughs> in the series of events here, he used, uh, um, he kind of uses his reaction to, uh, so he deflects Yulby's fairy fire. He uses his reaction to back off away from the bite that would have landed uh, and steps right into Zug trying to give him a handshake. <laughs> Roll that. Roll it like an attack. Okay. Am I getting anything because I With I'm advantage. With, with advantage, advantage. Because that's pretty fucking interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think just because of the situation, I'm going to burn that uh, inspiration to try to get a higher roll. That paid off with one higher. So that is a 20... Sorry, that is a higher number I thought it was. That is a 24. 24. So. The handshake just narrowly misses grabbing his hand. Like You just narrowly miss grabbing his hand. He says, oh, wow, that was very close. You three work very well as a group. Dragon. <laughs> oh, now it's a fun game. <laughs> You're essentially playing tag with the creator god. <laughs> oh, I'm down. Let's go. Are we... I just wasn't sure what turn we're doing. Is it you'll be first, then uh, me, then? <coughs> yes. The yes. We're not gonna do. We're not gonna do full on initiative. It's just each one of you take a turn, and then he goes. Okay. Cool. So it's about to be his turn. Uh, what he does for his turn is Hold he recenters himself. In the oh, go ahead. Sorry, I have a legendary action that I wanted to use right before his turn. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, I can do this, so I want Go to. Go for it. Do your thing. Um, cool. Um, it narrowly misses. He's right next to Zug. Yes? Okay. I'm going to attempt to, while he's looking at Zug, whip around with my tail and smack him in the back. Here goes nothing. Aw, oh, nah. 
That's a 17. That's not going to hit. Whiffed it. You're not one to give up an opportunity, are you? You'll find I'm not one to back down. <coughs> he looks at the three of where the three of you are positioned, and he centers himself in between the three of you. Alright. Again. He's smiling this entire time. Oh, do it again! And then... <laughs> She'll look more pointedly at both Callie and Zug. And then... I'd like to try something a bit different. <laughs> okay. Um, I'd like to take my shield off. Yeah. I'd like to plant my little buddy in the shield. Okay. I'd like to sneakily try to plant my little buddy in the shield if I can. Sneakily. Uh, slide of hand. Uh, she's not going to be good at it, but it is. It's fine. It is an attempt. That is a six. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I'd like to eat my shield when hopefully one of the others does their previous action again. Okay. Um, and the goal is to eat the shield underneath his feet to try and trip him up. Ah. So, like, Very if Callie makes some misty steps back again, right? I want my shield to be yeeted to where that is around, maybe. Oh, so you're setting up a reaction to yes, for please. when he moves. Okay. And that's if my friends do all the things again. Hopefully <coughs> causing, like, ultimate advantage for Zug to do his hench. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, she said again and then looked right at me, so I'm going to take that uh, message and go again. So that's three mm -hmm. attacks. I technically get to use my aura, but it's pointless, so. Yeah, you have to. You're going to have to make the saves at like 24 or higher, otherwise, it's not going to work. <laughs> okay. Um, the first one is 31 again. I'm not lying. You guys 31. can see it on. Yeah, no, I saw it. I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, now that was me rolling 3d20s at once, so that it, if you split them up, but also the first one was a nat 20. The other two are not going to get anywhere near hitting. Um, okay. The highest of the other two is a flat 20. Uh, so yeah, right, 31 so... again with the bite. Apparently she's really good at biting people. I don't know. I mean, it makes it's sense. Long neck, good reach. And, uh, yeah, he goes to reaction and he sidesteps the bite, uh, narrowly missing the two claw attacks. And what is Zug doing? Can Zug arguably use a sleight of hand to try to get the handshake instead of a melee attack? A sleight of hand? You sure can. <laughs> so, because he did and Misty Step. I guess he I'm didn't probably. misty step this time. He oh. just sidestepped. Oh, so you good. can actually see which way he moved. Oh, okay. So then I get to do my thing while Zug's yes. trying to do his thing? Yes. As a fun thing, I got Tavern Brawler <laughs> uh, as a feat 
because we moved up to level 12. Hooray, hooray. So does this kind of count as a weird weapon attack slide? Technically, since you are not, since the shield <laughs> is not typically a weapon, and you don't have shield master as a, as a uh, feat, uh, it does count as an improvised weapon. Ah, sweet. <laughs> if you had shield master, it'd be a different story. But ah. you don't have shield master. So. Oh no. I'm gonna try rolling it again. I have an inspiration point. Yes. Uh, but the first one was a twelve. And this one's a 26. Nice. And it lands. You kind of roll it and throw it. Almost like a like a Captain America skip of a shield there. And it kind of bounces just around the round his feet area. Doesn't hit him. It just comes up to his feet. Well, goal is to get under his feet. <laughs> that gives me an advantage, correct? Yes, it does. So, with advantage, that is a 28. 28. So close. So very close. And you just... Actually, you did that as a sleight of hand. Correct. Which means I need to actually roll something for that. Because it wasn't an attack. Let's see here. Well, his deck save do not do that. Or would be a 27. So I'm going to say you successfully grab his hand to give him a hand kick <laughs> as he is thrown off by this shield coming at his feet. Got to catch him a little bit with the handshake and hold him steady. Pat his arm, maybe. You good there? (laughs) (laughs) And he kind of just smiles. Now that is teamwork. I agree to the terms of our bond, our pact. Now, um, what do the three of you want to do next as he stands there waiting? If you could excuse me for about 40 seconds. I just need to enjoy this while it lasts. (laughs) She's just (laughs) going to take off and fly around the island. (laughs) She only has a short period of time left, but she's not wasting it. I'm going to go take little buddy out of the shield. Use plan B. (laughs) Make it grow really big and launch him in the air? Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Yep. Get my little armadillo pangolin friend thing. (laughs) Put Doris back on my shoulder. Well... I think the first thing people do, because you said you would agree to the pack, you shall offer her hand. With his free hand, he shakes your hand. 
I'm, you'll be all right. Uh, however, I'm also Jewelry Albright. Either name's good. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you too, you youngling. Callie will so, come back let's in. Let's go with both of your hands. Flying in her uh, tiefling form now. And land. So, all of that magic exhausted you a lot. And I'm going to need you to roll me a constitution save. <coughs> oh, not bad. 21. 21. Okay, you don't pass out. You're fine. If you were right next to Yulby, you would have plus 5. <laughs> I imagine I take some exhaustion, though. <clears throat> yeah, you take two levels of exhaustion. She lands, kind of stumbles a little bit, but straightens herself out as if everything's fine. Mm. I'll elbow Zug, who's currently Fritz. Yep, he's Fritz. And she'll, she'll whisper him, like, don't forget to introduce yourself. So. Fritz would kind of chuckle a little bit. He's, uh, uh, well, I would be Fritz. The other one is Sig Trigger, though he goes by Sig. Um, I think probably the first thing that we should do is to stem all of the chaos mutations that are causing problems everywhere. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The um, aura of depression. Yes, yes, yes. That's a thing. Hold on. Hold on. I can deal with that. Well, it won't all go away immediately because depression kind of works that way. But I will clear the skies and let the sun back in. People have to work that back out of their system on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, the skies clear up. It gets really bright. Kelly would like to approach and also offer her hand, but like is gonna wait a moment for everyone else to let go. Oh, they already let yeah, go. Okay, oh, okay. I, I was imagining that Fritz was still just holding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he let go both of their hands. Okay. Gonna offer her own hand. Then he takes it, shakes her hand. E. Kellyeth. Uh, my friends call me Callie. It's very, very nice to meet one of the proud dragons. Especially one of the ones that were brought here from another world. Arguably, another might be a better representation of our race, as I am currently a bit limited in my power and ability, but nevertheless, well met. Yeah. 
I believe you'll overcome that eventually. Okay. I have figured out step two and three and maybe four. Alright. <laughs> um, go check on our other friends to make sure they're okay. And introduce you to them. That's, that's still part of two, even though I said and. Mm-hmm. Uh, step three is to uh, leave the island. Step four is to go back to Party Island <coughs> and actually throw a party because everybody's sad and depressed from your little magic thingy. It isn't uh, called Party Island. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to throw a party to make them all happy, so it has to be Party Island right now. I suppose. Well, this is how you make new friends. Obviously, we need ale and food and music and everything. Chokerin. That's step four. <laughs> Alright. Well, if you're looking for additional steps to your plan... Of course. Um, Sig does happen to know... A group of people that were skilled at watching and helping others as the world was going on, so it might be good to get in contact with them as well. Step five! <laughs> yes. He's not sure how much of those old plans and actions and contacts are still going on because they have been uh, severely limited since the last time they uh, dealt with the creator father what should we call you exactly um, creator father uh, I believe uh, the young dragon here called me Tazul at one time Either of those will suffice. I like Tazul because I have a dad over there that I'm I need to figure out. And I can't have more than several dads at once right now because I need to figure it out. <laughs> One step at a time, please and thank you. <laughs> Callie will make just a little bit of a face at the at the word Tazul, but isn't gonna comment. He follows you all over to the other group, waves his hand, and heals any injuries or any kind of issues that the others were having. They all start waking up, but before they do, and he kind of nods to the gatekeeper, outsider, and looks at Jack, half-blood. Half expected him to be, like, insider? (laughs) 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 he picks up the gemstone at the center of the table he says this is what split me the first time as one of my children was seeking more power one of my creations I guess so I will take this and hide it away so that it cannot be used for that again 
and then I have to go. Oh, he looks at the gatekeeper. Give, give me the, give me the jar. I need the jar. <laughs> gatekeeper hands him the jar with the biathan in it, and then I have to go have a conversation with all of the so-called primordials. He does with air quotes again. There's a lot to do and a lot to teach. Sounds like you'll be busy. Well, when there's a job to be done, you're always busy. Something I need to teach these uh, young brats, he shakes the jar up a little bit, about neglecting their duties. And you'll stay in this world, right? I will stay where my magic will not interfere with this world. I will be here when it needs me, but other than that, they will not know I'm here. Won't we need that rock to stay here? Because that's what keeps the world all okay. It it will be here. It just will be not accessible to others. It will be in a safe place, is what he's saying. (laughs) I'd I'd be careful to set it somewhere where... uh, Nobody is tempted to eat it. Well, I really hope not. He just like grins over at Yobi. She'll kind of smile. <laughs> well, I just thought it'd be easy to put it somewhere in plain sight. Then nobody would know. Though, maybe. I can Where do you say suggest? It. She'll point to the center hole on her axe. <laughs> I think it's kind of big for that. He kind of holds it up next to the axe, and it's about the same size as the head of the axe. Um, oh, I managed to squish that egg down. <laughs> I don't. I don't think this one will do that this time. <laughs> why not? Why not use something that I don't think anybody would would suspect? Because if we don't have to put any of the spirits back, he's going to point up at the sky. Why not use the second sun? I'll turn it into the second sun? That would be cool. It would not be a sun again, however. It would create a new body in the sky. Hmm. I will think on this. You will see the results of what I create in the next few days. And if you want any hiding spots, I do know a lot of good ones, so I'm very good at uh, either finding or hiding things. His nickname is Sticky Fingers. (laughs) He grins. He forgets. I created all those hiding spots. And then vanishes with the stone and Leviathan. But he was supposed to stay for the party. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Rude. <laughs> well, maybe if we start the party, he will uh, join us at said party. Also true. Hmm. All right. So, before you stands all of the um, groggily standing up, all of the other pact holders and a very renewed gatekeeper and Jack and Jack. 
Jack is actually sitting in the chair that Callie brought. <laughs> uh, Yulby's dad is sitting in the chair. Squint. It's my chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were busy saving the world and things, but check it out. This is my dad. His name is Jack. Howdy. Oh, it uh, seems to be a common name, I suppose. Hello. Well, you um, can kind of see the resemblance. Between Jack so and Jack or... Friends. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Kelly. I like to think that we're friends, yes. Peeks over at Yobi for confirmation. She did just turn into a dragon a few minutes ago and we already had that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> She'll nod. Thumbs up. And that is Fritz. Oh, but the friend I wanted you to meet. That it, it's Sig Sig Trigger. It'll be their other other face. Oh, you want him to meet Sig Trigger? Yes. Give give me a moment and he'll do the like bow his head, like you know, wait a couple seconds before he changes into the other uh, form. Uh, so as Sig Trigger shows up, uh, roll me a history check. Oh dear. <coughs> Where's my modifier? bounce between sheets all day long. That is a... 22. 22. Alright, so... You will 100% remember this man. And... uh, You recognize him from the past. As the... um, The... Daemon or Infernal General that... um, Courted Ira. Am I not a drow? <laughs> Technically, you are. Each of the the races from before they evolved into other races. Okay. Sig just kind of squints. <laughs> My friends are squinting at my dad. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. No, Six kind of squints a little bit and he's like, You do seem familiar. Though, if I remember correctly, you had a uh, different skin back then. Yeah, 2,000 years in the plane in between will do that. Try 2,000 years in a cave. Oh, you don't look too bad. A bit wrinkly. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) He just sighs. (laughs) Well, to be fair, I don't really have a body anymore, so... (laughs) 
That could be our step six. We go find you a body. <laughs> well. <coughs> Son of a bitch. Well, after uh, speaking to Eldred, I, um, I'm pretty sure I am only wanting to make sure that my people can come to terms with what's going on, maybe find a new purpose, and then I think, I think it would be time to see if her and myself meet back up again in our next lives. So I may not actually need a body. Eh. A wiggly step six, then. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I think as y'all are discussing this and checking on everybody and making introductions and stuff, uh, the rainbow shows up. And the tabaxi that was there says, it's about time. Things getting slower and slower as time goes on. Uh, you want to blame the pirates that uh, thought it was a good idea to pull it out of the sky. Yeah. Wilson pokes his head over the side. Waves. Afternoon. The ship started moving on its own. I don't know what to do. Do you need help down? I think it's landing. Maybe we need help up so we can go. We have a party to throw. That is indeed what the plan was. <coughs> well, that. I'll say that the. Uh, go ahead. That trick with the dragon I could only do the once, so. Ah. We'll have to go one by one this time. It's fine. The gatekeeper kind of speaks up. Just then, he just snaps his fingers, and everybody's on the ship. I don't want to deal with none of that crap no more. It's fine. <laughs> Could you teleport like this the whole time? Um, my power. I, I will give you the excuse of my power not being completely back yet. What if it's only short distances? We could also use that excuse. Kind of like a blink. And, um... uh, would it be too much to ask you to retrieve my chair from down there? You mean the one he's sitting on? Jack's still sitting in the chair. Oh, I didn't realize you brought Jack with the chair. My apologies. <laughs> I'm not going to kick him out, but I am going to go stand next to it. So the next time he stands up, I'm taking my chair back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'll say that you all make it back to the Island of the Midnight Melody and you start gearing up and you have enough people there that aren't affected by this depression to get a party started and then as the music and the merriment begins to start uh, people start cheering up a bit and 
a couple people start making food, and, and it ends up being this massive festival happening on this island. And after time, there's a few faces that start showing up and appearing out of nowhere that you'd never seen before. Uh, you see that very, um, a larger version of the little elven man that was in the jar show up. Um, he looks rough, <laughs> like he just got the biggest ass chewing <laughs> of his life. Um, the little creepy girl with the rainbow colored hair shows up. And there's this bigger man who looks kind of like a bear uh, that shows up with some really bright white armor. And there's a few others. Does our uh, new friend show up? Uh, well, you say new, but what he does is he appears in the form of Tazul. He actually comes out of Tazul's house and everything. Bandages around his eyes and everything. <laughs> Kelly isn't entirely sure how to feel about this. <laughs> uh, you know, when you have a weird vision dream thing <coughs> that you know is real because you still have the chair. <laughs> and you see your mentor friend and he's like, hey, you're going to think it's me, but it's not me. And then he keeps acting like this. It's real sus, I'm just saying. Well, maybe he's he's still him, just a little little squishing of him. So, what? I think he will see your like skepticism and your annoyance of this. It's like it is easier for me to walk about the mortals in a mortal form, and considering this is the one I already have, I kind of can't change it. Well, I could, but then your friend would. It's complicated. Just this is the easiest way. understand there isn't any reason for you to change what you're doing on my account I can handle my discomfort and the party rages on it probably goes on for like a week maybe longer Goodness, that's a long party did yeah. we create a new holiday what the fuck <laughs> Uh, I'll say you did, and y'all get to name it. I had to name the first one, so this one's on you guys. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I, I stumped everyone. You see, naming shit is hard. <laughs> well, while we're thinking on that, I would like to just say, as kind of a footnote, that during this week at some point, Kelly is going to go home. Like, she's going to go visit where she, she lives and what may or may not be left of her horde there. Alright, so, what I will say, each of you have a moment to describe what your characters do throughout this week, and then after the party is over, where they end up going. 
leave that up to you to, to tell everyone. Cool. So I'll go ahead and go first since I started it. Um, yeah, so Callie, at some point during this week of partying and things, like she's going to spend a lot of time at the party, but she's also going to go home. Um, and home for her is these old ruins, this old stone stone building out in the forest, uh, sort of near that altar where we met um, Rye? Rye? Ray? Ray. I was like, I know it's not Ray right, Mon. but I couldn't find the right word. <coughs> um, <laughs> I have a question as you describe. Yeah. Because we are friends, could I have gone with you? Absolutely you could have. I don't know if Zug... Fritz sake joins us, but yeah, he's I'd like to go. He's invited if he wants to. Um, uh, he would have a follow-up question before that uh, would be an answered. Follow-up question for the DM the or DM. for me? Oh, okay. For the DM. Would would he be able to get um? any messages to his people while the party was going on and if he did did any of them show up uh alright so I will say uh you had Dizzy Dizzy Jack uh send a couple messages out because he can do that kind of thing you know God can be in multiple places at once um and I will say, roll me a d12. That's a seven. All right. So I will say, of the uh, of the ones that you know are alive, about half of them show up. One of which being. Six daughter. So, <clears throat> Sig would be talking to them. Um, basically, he would be trying to find out if there are others of their kind that are hidden around and if there's any contact between them. That's what he would be doing. And if he is able to, he would join for the trip. But if he is not, then he would not. Remember, you do have your your suit of armor you can put him into if you wanted to. Yeah. He, that is still an option. That, that was a plan. But I don't think at this moment in time, with what's going on, that would be... Uh, form of conveyance that he would default to. Because that's, you know, kind of a very hollow, very not a person, so while everybody's going through this difficult moment, it's a lot better to be a person and not this mechanical creature thing. That's his thought on that matter. Alright, um, well, here's what I'm going to say. Oh, go ahead. Festival of the Passing Eclipse. There we go. Oh, I love that. That's a nice. That's going to be a worldwide holiday. 
Yes. The gods will spread that all over. Alright, so I am going to need um, Sig, specifically Sig, to roll me a charisma save. Because his daughter is urging him to not worry about that stuff until after the merriment is over. Because it's a joyous day. I mean, he just wants to know if there are and where they are not to start going down that path. He just wants to kind of know. That's all he's doing. He's not starting that path. But that's a 13 from him. Alright, so before she starts urging you to have fun and enjoy this time with your friends before all that all of the the work has to be done uh, she tells you of three confirmed uh, groups other than the one that she had that are still out and about that she knows of that's all he wanted just to know where they are and to be with his people but other than that she's like Enjoy the party, damn it. Quit being dad and enjoy the party. <laughs> <sighs> I just imagine him being Ron from Parks and Rec, where he, at the party he's going around fixing all the people's stuff that's broken. <laughs> that's what I imagine. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> he's like, but I enjoy this. <laughs> So is he coming on our goddamn adventure to Callie's Horde or not? If she's invited, even his daughter would go. I imagine if um, if Selby is around when the offer is given, she basically kicks him in the butt to tell him to go. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going, get. Like... Kelly will not oppose if his daughter wants to hang, you know, wants to tag along. She is not going to specifically invite the daughter because she doesn't know this person. But she's definitely going to invite Sig while he's standing near the daughter and, like, totally not oppose her tagging along. That is valid. Um, And if, you know, Sig or Fritz or whoever wants to tag along is fine, that's fine. Now... The question is, who all do you actually invite? Because your friends are all there. Uh, Dizzy, you've got uh, the little kid, which I can't remember his name now. One of those Lyle. Lyle, there we go. Wow, it's been a while since I've had to say that name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to throw a house party. It was just going <laughs> to take a walk. Goodness. Anybody that... Anybody that- is offered basically is gonna go it sounds like so yeah like if people want to tag along sure but i'm not like sitting here being like guys party at my house like (laughs) i haven't been there in over a year what do you want from me but sounds like a walk away from the big party for a moment anyway Kelly will go with her impromptu entourage (laughs) back to her house. I am not 100% certain what condition it will be in because I left it in the hands of the Scarlet Fox. Um, The DM will have to cue me a little bit on that. But overall, um, 
There's a forest path that leads from the town, kind of winding all the way to that shrine area where you met Ramada. Um, mm-hmm. And along that path is this old ruins, essentially. This old, maybe it was a temple at some point or a shelter. Whatever it was is long past. Now it's a stone building, you know. Um, with a large enough entrance that, you know, a, uh, a real big creature could get in. Mm-hmm. And... Alright. So, two things. Yes. Uh, first, Callie, roll me a, um, a D100. Okay. And Sig, roll me a history check. Oh, it accidentally rolled two D100s. I'll just take the first one. 61. 61. Uh, so your 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 home and the ruins are still in the exact same way you left them. Actually, they look a little bit cleaner and maybe a little bit repaired. Uh, but the forest did not overtake it. And um, you actually notice there's more stuff in your hoard than when you left. Oh, wonderful. Uh, Sig, what is that history check? Uh, history is a 28. Is a natural 20. 28. Fun fact, this was a music hall. Sig knows that. He's been here before. I think at that realization, <laughs> Sig would probably start laughing. <laughs> Kyle will kind of like give him a side glance, but then lead them inside. And it's sort of a winding pathway a little bit. Like, you go inside, and then you kind of go around, like, almost in a circle. But not quite a full circle. It's like a half circle. And then it opens up to this large room. You know, one might think it was an auditorium if they knew that this was a music hall one time. <laughs> um, um, so I, go I ahead. Do think, I do think, um, as you kind of show everybody around, I think Sig was just... He'd kind of smile and laugh every so often as they move through here. And then he would, um, whenever he's able to probably get Callie to the side a little bit, he would kind of point off to a spot in the auditorium chamber there and just be like, uh, I took, I took, well, I actually have been here before, um, a couple times. Is that so? Yeah, we actually would have brought, um, we almost brought Selby to her first, uh, to see her first performance in this very area. That's kind of why I left. Oh, I see. Well, it, uh, didn't have any inhabitants when I found it, so that must have been cleared out before I was born, but, um... You said performance? Yes, it uh, was a music hall. Ah, that would explain the uh, the acoustics. It definitely went to a uh, good keeper. To finish explaining this space, um, the sanatorium space is like the most well-kept of the places. And def- this is where her hoard is. It looks like a dragon hoard, guys. It's not a whole bunch of coins, necessarily. Um, like you might expect, but there are, like, piles of stuff. 
primarily in the realm of like musical instruments and or mm. small magical devices um, and then a whole bunch of really random trinkets that you know um, one might assume came from the fae um Mm-hmm. You know, like a little like butterfly puppet made of leaves or whatever nonsense, right? Like little little trinkets of all sorts of fun sort. Um, let's see. I had a, I had a small list here of just a couple random items. Just to let's see. Um, a piece of paper currency with no um, denomination on it next to a handful of transparent coins. Um, a thimble on which is the tiniest little painting of a turtle. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, oh, like a little portfolio of pressed flowers. You know, things, things like this. Like, you know, little little cute fun things um Kelly is very happy to see that her hoard was untouched and it's gonna go over and start just kind of you know gently messing with things and that's when she notices there's a bunch of new stuff in there that she didn't put there before squint mm-hmm. who's been <clears throat> in my house <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, the door was wide open. <laughs> well, in my larger form, I can't exactly use doors easily. That would be very difficult. She's going to go and activate several of these... Uh, musical instruments that have some magical properties to them and they're just going to start playing everyone a song which sounds very beautiful in this acoustically balanced space mm-hmm. it sounds like an orchestra playing I'm afraid it's not much by um, the standards of you know humanoids but this is, uh, this is my home and it is a well kept home I'm actually quite surprised it's so well kept. I mean, I haven't been home in some time. I might venture a guess to think the fox kept it, but I also am not sure how far I can trust her to do such a thing, so perhaps it was my fae friends. What about both? I suppose that's possible. <laughs> I might ask a favor of you with this uh, place of safety and security. Certainly. What's the favor? So he's going to uh, bring out that scroll that he was given for that battle. The uh, in case things went wrong scroll. And he says, uh, (laughs) 
make sure this stays somewhere safe in here because I have a feeling that it has a lot more power than what most people should be able to access. I see. Kind of like looks around the space and then we'll go over and take the scroll and go over to a piano. I knew it. <laughs> lift, it lift up the back of the piano and find a place to hide it there amongst the, uh, the inner workings. For future heroes when things happen. <laughs> Well, I suppose we'll have to keep an eye out then. Well, you are a guardian of the island. You'll get big at some point, so you'll you'll have to play the part of wise old dragon lady. Old. Tell them all the good shit. Well, firstly, I wouldn't be old. Secondly, you'd be around at the same time. It's not as though you're going to grow too old. Eventually. I'm kind of curious what an old drow lady looks like. I haven't really seen any yet. And as a correction, I was the guardian of the island. Technically, I was stripped of my title when I lost my power in my form. Uh, step seven. <laughs> 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 Um, Fix that. Well, I do appreciate that uh, you both will keep it safe. I do not plan to be around incredibly long. Zug would, or not Zug, sorry. Fritz would help, but I think Fritz has some adventuring of his own planned once I am gone from him. Not to sound rude, but arguably you've already overstayed your, uh, your usual tenure. That is correct. And hopefully in my next life, I will be able to come back to those that were important in this one. Well, if you're lucky enough, you'll find us again. They do say that sometimes we remember our friends and those we trusted from our previous lives. I, I like to not... think there's some truth to that. Well, I have not to my knowledge ran into anyone from lives past, but maybe I have. I have a feeling it's a bit more subtle. Somebody you you're quick to trust, or uh, you feel at ease around. That could be as well. It's uh, a lot more philosophical than I ever got with the way of uh, my people, so... Perhaps it's time to start. Uh, yeah. I'm a little too old to start philosophy. <laughs> what are you going to be doing with your time? Yeah, you gotta stick around for a while, at least. My hope is to get my people back communicating with each other and maybe helping serve the same role they used to. 
making sure things stay in balance and help and assist when needed. After that, I wish to hopefully move on if I am able to. Your people, like the ones we saw in that underground city? Partially. Perhaps I will uh, travel there again and speak to uh, Saritha, see if she's interested in the two species working together toward that end. I do know that I did send I did send Selby and those in her enclave to speak with them, so hopefully that work has already begun. But um, I do know there are more of my people in the world, so they might be looking for assistance. She'll just nod. Well, we did. We did tell te- uh, the creator that um, we would be helping to fix things. So I'll see how many uh, how many dragons I can recruit to the cause. What do you think you'll be? Sounds like a good idea. And I'll recruit everybody else. Perfect. I think that's the right kind of task for you, honestly. I'm not sure how you managed to make friends with everyone. I don't know either, but... As long as we're all good and happy, I think that it'll be a good time. Well, there are some that have a certain gift of being around people and talking to people. It's definitely not something that I ever really had. Most of my situations, helping others and leading others, were generally forced upon me. I can understand that feeling. Well, I mean, I was just a farmer and then I ended up leading my people in their last battle, so... And now my, they still ask me to lead them now. I was just the guardian of a simple forest and I ended up helping to save the world, so... (laughs) And I'm just a me and I'm going to force you both to the party. Let's go. Alright. She will take a couple of the magical instruments with her, though, to add to the the partiness. Also, if I may, I would like to ask a favor for um, the use of fly, since it does give my people our wings back there's a few of us here we would like if if we're able to get it we could show you some of the dances that we used to have another favor hmm you're getting quite selfish in your old age (laughs) it's a selfish desire to hopefully see them see themselves as they once were no 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 that was that was called a tease it's a thing that friends do amongst each other I'm aware. I just, like I said, I want, I want them to look back at what we used to be. Well, at my 
very strongest. Um, I can cast it on... Let's see. Only about four people at a time, so I'm not incredibly talented with it, but I can certainly give it to some. You can borrow my cape. And yeah. we got five. <laughs> well, then I will figure out the best ones to bestow it to. gonna pull out the deck of cards that I never used and I got to choose one spell that wasn't level one I'm gonna choose fly here you go <laughs> perfect all right are there any other um epilogues that anyone wants to add I think during the time, like, with this party, besides hanging out with the group, uh, Yulby would spend some time with both Jacks. See how well that went. It's... Turns out the I Jacks can't stand each other. Uh, so, let's see. Let me roll a couple dice real quick. Hold on. That'd be kind of funny. They just can't stand each other. Alright, so... Um, uh, what, what, I, what I'm thinking of the Jacks. Um, um, your dad is um, giving you all kinds of attention and t- telling you different stories about you know, your mom and him when they were before your character was born and all the different things and all this. And Dizzy Jack doesn't like the fact that... The other Jack is giving you all this attention. <laughs> Bit jealous about it. So they're constantly competing back and forth trying to get your attention. Oh man, she's like a ping pong. She'll be like interested in both. But like, okay, I want these stories, but also I want to hang out and do stuff. Um, but that's how I imagined her time would be spent at the party. I got the afterwards, but... Uh, no, are we there? No. Uh, I say the party winds down after this week-long party. Everybody's exhausted, and everybody begins to go off in their separate ways. Each person having a, um, a goal in mind and what they want to accomplish. The world is now safe, and they can now do reconstruction. What is it each of you do? Well, I like to imagine that. Uh... Well, Callie's not a... <coughs> she can't travel like a dragon right now. She's got to travel like a people. Um, so I imagine that she and Yulby can probably travel together to go find dragons and recruit them to the cause and or befriend literally everyone we pass. Yes. All right, all right. I agree to these terms. I have no issue with this. I would like to drag along 
At least Dad Jack. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. Dad Jack comes with you. Uh-huh. He, I mean, you're literally the only family he has, period. He has nowhere else to be. Uh, Dizzy Jack does have a job he has to do. He kind of has to go do his job now that the big boss is back and getting on everybody's asses about not doing their jobs. He kind of has to go do his job. <laughs> but when he's free, he does show up. <laughs> I feel like we, so we see him on lunch break and... <laughs> Pretty much. Probably use the guardian's keys to swing back by uh, the island on a regular basis because Kelly's not about to immediately aban- abandon her guardian job again. Um, <laughs> that feels like a bad idea. but Well, that's step seven. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yes, of course. We're still uh, on step, like, what? Four? Five? Here, here's what I'll say on that. The uh, At some point during y'all's travels, you run into the, the Scarlet Fox unexpectedly. Like, she didn't even know you, she didn't even mean to meet you. And probably yell at her for the the guardian shit and all that crap and her being useless. I don't know that I would yell so much as lecture, but yeah. Um, lecture strongly. She, she essentially has you on extended vacation. A strongly worded letter. Hmm. <laughs> um, I do hope we have Fritz that comes along. I don't know what his journey looks like, but... <laughs> hey, Fritz, you want to go I adventuring? Think- Let's go. Well, I think Fritz and Sig Trigger had other things to do. Yeah, if if they're right? still linked in the one body, then they're working on meeting with uh, <coughs> six people. All right. So here's what I will say on that. Uh, again, you'll be and Callie are off doing their adventuring and meeting new dragons and befriending new people. While Sig and Fritz are going around communicating with all of the enclaves of um, remaining Celestials that are around. That are still Celestials and not necessarily evolved into the new races or been reborn or whatever. And I'd say it takes four years both of your parties four years to do um, you go you all you both travel the entire world you meet everybody you possibly can in this time you have people working on keeping magic balanced and keeping stuff down and I'd say Sig thinks his people are at a point where they no longer need him but I'll let you take it from there so they think thinks they're finally at a spot where he does he's not needed to intervene yep um so I have a question <laughs> yes cause it's been four years mm-hmm. do we all get to level up <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what um let me roll a dice <laughs> and then you can go on silver I just had to know what basis you take power. three levels Yes. Do I get? Do I get my dragon back? <laughs> uh, so we'll go over that after uh, 
uh, Zugfords have done his thing. Beans. Perfect. Well, so, uh, so once Sig feels that he doesn't need to intervene anymore, um, he's got everybody working together. Um, he would send a message to, um, get a message out to those that he is close to in both the enclaves, like all the leaders that he's gotten together, um, people he's made friends with, and then he would also get a message out to Yulby and Callie and anybody else that he knows. Because Party he, Island! <laughs> he is going to... Basically, the message he sends out is that he is going to move on and he wants those that were close to him to be there. So, would it be inappropriate to throw a retirement party? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, not really, but... Uh, Party Island actually has a name. It's called Farfi. Farfi. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> it took me a while to find that in my notes. <laughs> yeah, but this is you'll be. Huh. Uh, but he would not. He would not invite you all to that island. He would invite you up to um, uh, up to his home, which has been rebuilt. Yes. Where is that? I don't remember on the map because it's not actually right, marked so, on the map very correctly. Uh, if you, if you, those of you who have access to the map, if you look at it, his his home is in the farmland up between um, the city of Robur and the coast. Hmm. I have a fun question, Tex. Yes. If Yulby has been trying during the four years just to will a door, could she will a door to this farmhouse? Her dad did say she could. Just from pure yes. imagination. You know what? You can. You've been practicing. Hell yeah. Take that gatekeeper. There's a new door god in town. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the gatekeeper is the outsider, so. Well, I, I was, yeah. <laughs> this is the insider door god. Goddess. Yes. She's she's the interior interior interior. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. I love it. <laughs> you never thought a goddess of war would give birth to the goddess of interior doors, but here we are. <laughs> ah, she's got time to figure out all her domains. <laughs> oh man. Should probably look at Callie as the door opens to this uh, farmhouse area. Be like, alright, I didn't know if that was gonna work. I would, the Tezul creator pops is gonna <laughs> start recruiting me for work at some point. <laughs> <laughs> well, if your work is creating doors and traveling places, I'm sure you'll do well. 
Perfect. Knock on the door for, uh, sick. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he would invite, come to the door, invite everybody in. Um, so there'd probably be, I mean, number one, there'd be, um, Selby, um, plus a couple of the other, uh, Celestials in their, um, no longer angelic forms, but... They look more human. They've learned to they learned to control their transformations to long enough to maintain a, a humanoid form instead of their um, even more disfigured changeling form. Because typical changelings just have blotchy skin. Theirs is really bad. So. Hmm. So Sig Trigger, how's it feel to attend your own funeral? I'm not going to say these words. I'm just... I as Neko am amused. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, arguably for the... Uh, his people, it's not really a funeral because you pass on to a new life. But it's like a funeral, I guess. It's, it's, it's called a joining... They join. They rejoin the the cycle. Kelly and you'll be pick up this running joke of every time, like after this, every time we see like a baby or an infant that looks really grumpy, we're like, ah. <laughs> 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 um. So actually, I think one of the things that they would do because they have the magic to uh, reproduce memories and kind of do like uh, the images stuff. There would be stones that you could grab that you would be able to see, like glimpses of memories um, of the of the life of Sig. And there is a, a, a baby memory of Grumpy Sig, Grumpy Baby Sig. No. <laughs> I was gonna say every single memory of Sig when he is like a child. He is a very, like, happy, just like a happy-go-lucky child. His <laughs> memories before he became a general are all, you know... He definitely has the sass, like, there's some of the memories there, like, when he first met uh, Eldred, there's memories about that, where um, she thought he was an arrogant wizard and was a pain in the ass, but then later on they got... You know, they got married and got over all that. So there's like, yeah, we get it. We've, we've been like there. That. Yeah. We also mm-hmm. thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> I think finding that memory stone, you'll be would say, well, I hope we get to meet her in the next life too. Besides you, she has a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, she's. I think yeah, and she so she would be featured in some of the memories there, and she is definitely uh, she's definitely more of a Yulby personality. Like, doesn't really care very much that happy-go-lucky, and he's the more pragmatic one. But yeah, so they have that little party, little get together, and then you know you get to meet the different people, and then. At the end of the night, they would do the uh, joining. So he would have been in his uh, construct body. So um, 
Fritz would also be there. And they take the construct body, they lay it down, and they take the amulet. And then there's some prayers and muttered words in Celestial as they send him off into the next life. And the amulet throughout the ritual would glow, and then it would just go dormant. Alright, so a couple of things I want to add to this. Uh, This ritual happens outside, as it's your people's culture is based off of Viking culture, so it's going to be an outside funeral. Um, There's the full, it's not necessarily a pyre, but it is an elevated, uh, what's it called, an elevated altar. I mean, it, it would and it would probably actually be a pyre because normally they would do this while they're still in a body. That's fair. Uh, one thing I will tell you, Callie, mm-hmm. you asked if you had learned after you had gotten back your dragon form. I did. Um, um, I will tell you this: mm-hmm. in four years, you have mastered the. You, you remember what it feels like to change from this form into a dragon. From the chocolate, you remember, and you focus on that feeling. And over the four years, you have been able to break these barriers down, and are able to transform into a dragon four times a day, for about ten minutes at a time. I'll take it. It's it's progress. It's. I don't want to take away from the mood of this whole funeral pyre thing. But I do have one note to add to it. Um, I really feel like this whole scene needs an overture of like that that um, that song that you see on the puppy commercials. <laughs> it's like in the arms. Of... I'm not gonna sing the whole thing because copyright. But like it feels it feels right. <laughs> oh, oh, it's that's. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's all I had to add, and I thought it would make you guys laugh, and it did, so success. <laughs> well, part of my question is, it's a bonfire, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, I was going to say, does Callie get to be the one that lights everything on fire because giant possible dragon oh. magic fire breath? I mean, yeah, I was going to ask if Callie has fire breath, then, uh... Well, that would be fun. They would I probably think... they would probably I'll, ask I'll for that if you have the fire breath because the construct body's uh, a little bit more resistant to fire. Her breath is not fire, unfortunately. But I feel like she could probably. I mean, she does have other fire magics. She can probably wing it, right? <laughs> like she has, for example, in her in her humanoid form, she has. Um, dragon's breath which you can choose any element right so like yeah. she, she can probably make this work but her breath is actually radiant um so i feel like that fits the right mood so it's like cast a little bit of fire magic and then use the radiant to like kind of like push it along you know so radiant damage takes the form of either bright light or a white fire so you did call it a That's, like a purple, like a bright, whitish purple flame for me before. So exactly. So it technically isn't fire damage, but it is fire. Yes, if that makes sense. So what I'm saying is, 
I can light the pyre on fire with holy fire. So if you want I mean, that, it seems fitting. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem fitting. <laughs> um, and she might show off just a little bit and go slightly overkill because heck, she missed being a dragon. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to think, while all this is happening, and his little light goes out, and Yobi's over here toughing it, like, uh, axe handle in the ground, holding the blade side, like, very at, uh, not at ease, it's, a uh, attention? Uh, uh, formal standing. Yeah, yeah formal standing. Yeah, at attention. And then, I think, one or two seconds afterwards... You hear a sniffle, and then she just starts bawling. <laughs> Aww. Uh, I think, I think Kelly would offer a hug once she's back in her humanoid form. She, yeah. Kelly is not crying, but like. Fritz would definitely, you know, offer hand on the shoulder to start with, and then if Yobi does anything but, else, he's there. She'll accept all the hugs and attention. <laughs> um, what about Fritz? Does he have dry eyes? I, I would say Fritz is probably not completely dry-eyed, but he also knew that this was going to happen. He's toughing it out, but he's got that one tear. Comes he already, down. He already would... cried last night in his room. It's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's like the the toughing it out dry-eyed, but he he's like you know he knew it was coming, so he he kind of already knew. That this was going to happen because they were linked together for so long. Mm-hmm. So once he kind of saw the day was coming where they started to, you know, he, he uh, Sig wasn't in meetings all the time and he was no longer, you know, he was able to actually go out and maybe join you guys for your uh, going out and finding people every so often and doing other stuff. He kind of knew mm-hmm. the day was coming, so he was ready for it. Like I said, Fritz pre-cried. It's fine. Yeah, Fritz is pre-cried. <laughs> yeah. Hey, from my experience, <laughs> orcs are extremely emotional. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's why he pre-cried in his room already, <laughs> several times over, before we came over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's fine. We're gonna pretend like he doesn't cry and it's fine, but like we all know. <laughs> We all know. <laughs> he stealth cries. <laughs> Uses a bonus action to hide each tear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My my cat just pressed a dice and I rolled a twenty seven for chill touch. So nice. apparently. <laughs> oh. And the funeral the funeral here goes and you all stand here until the pyre dies down as is custom and some of the other leaders um, motion Selby and Fritz to come collect the ashes hands you a charred like armor piece (laughs) (laughs) sorry this is a very serious no, moment. No, here's laughing. the thing. Dragon fire would have completely ashed the entire thing. There would have been no metal left. <laughs> Except for the gemstone, because the gemstone can't be destroyed. I do think, though, a Kelly's fun... going to try really hard to not look smug. 
she will fail. <laughs> <laughs> I think a, a fun thing about the gemstone is before it was a spark stone. It was uh, the the uh, spark color inside the center of the stone. Uh, mm-hmm. Now it is just a very large sapphire. Yep. In the arms. <laughs> <laughs> and... Sig is gone. And time goes by. Days, weeks, months, years, however long. And y'all continue to do what y'all do. Uh, you're f- and your f- your characters are free to do whatever. Honestly. At some point, uh, the three of you make it back to the tavern. Be it by accident or on purpose. You just converse with your friends, and it's like an everyday occurrence. It's like, oh, we were meant to come here. Oh, this is just what happens. And they lived Um, happily ever after. (laughs) There's no such thing. And time goes, and it draws forward, and everybody essentially, each everybody has their own adventure, and then they also adventure together. It's the way of life. There's ups, there's downs. Uh, Who knows what the future might hold. But their dire straits, their world-saving days, are definitely over. We will draw our story to a close as the gatekeeper pours each of them a drink. Beautiful. I have one last question. Do do Yulby and Lucky Jack get hitched? Um, <laughs> 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 that's, that's totally up to Yulby. Okay, if you want this little bit, I imagine years, uh, hundreds even, uh, probably past level 15 and you'll be maybe eventually getting closer and closer to godhood sure (laughs) but it's going to take that girl hundreds of years to get there wonderful is Kelly invited to the wedding of course wonderful that's all I needed I just needed to know if my ship was canon Well, with all that, I feel like it's a little weird to uh, tell you guys to check out our Discord and all that, but you should probably keep an eye out for um, future things happening. Yes. Soon. Very soon. Campaign 2. Don't don't, don't put too much pressure on it. (laughs) I'm I'm working on it. (laughs) Ah, but... With our sadness and little joys and little bits of uh, encouragement and fun, uh, please give a rating and review. Uh, Join us in our sadness as one story comes to the close. Uh, One hero is uh, at least, I wouldn't say gone forever because they do live in cycles, so 
maybe he will return in some other form. The grumpiest baby. (laughs) (laughs) I personally, like, you you can go grumpiest baby all you want. I personally want to see him come back as a very happy, very well-balanced individual as he no longer has to uh, deal with all the stresses of leading everything. Okay, okay, okay. A very happy baby grumpy that face. makes a grumpy face often, like a grumpy <laughs> cat. Say, grumpy face babies are the easiest to make laugh. Really. <laughs> I mean, all I gotta do is look at my uh, look at my niece, who has probably the scariest mean mug on the face of the planet. So there is that. Perfect. But uh, please give your uh, five grumpy babies or happy babies of your choosing, and uh, leave rating reviews. And I would love it if you all would go ahead and offer do you think the new uh, reborn sig will be a grumpy baby or a happy baby I think that'd be a fun thing (laughs) so I know that he was saying it in the spirit of the joke and he's like you know give grumpy babies don't actually give us babies please we can't stars (laughs) on the the rating thing Yes, we don't don't need any of that Thank yeah, you. we don't need real babies. We don't need the don't investigation. Need... We just, just, it was a joke. We just want stars. <laughs> <laughs> that said, uh, feel free to hop on our Discord and absolutely spam Silver with pictures of grumpy babies. I'm sure he'll <laughs> love it. Yes. I will um, respond with pictures of grumpy cat. <laughs> and then also check out our socials at Face Dress on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We want to hear from you. Come at us for whatever reason. Do it. Come at me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And then for the last time of this campaign, uh, I will leave you with the topic of the week. This one, it definitely fits in with what happened. And I want to hear about when the party has to say goodbye to a character. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> well then you also have to say goodbye to all these characters too party doesn't know but we all know mm-hmm. now I don't have to say goodbye they're mine now well you know on that <laughs> note from both the, from the characters and also the cast We love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.